People of the Book on 101.9 High FM. This is People of the Book on 101.9 High FM, and we've got our second interview for the day. This is uh, two authors or two two personalities joining us in the studio, local celebrities. Everyone's read Joan Giles' books, and everyone has watched Rugby Being Reft by Jonathan Kaplan. And here we are in the studio to talk about the new joint collaboration, Winging It, Jonathan Kaplan's journey from world-class ref to rookie solo dad, published by Macmillan. The book is available in the shops. And we'll start off with my, my first question to all, uh, all interviewees. Please introduce yourselves in your own words and on your own terms. Joanne. Oh, me first. Uh, Joanne Joel, um, writer, mother, wife. I don't know which order. Don't don't hold me to that. Um, lover of nonfiction biography writing. I love to write ordinary people's extraordinary stories. Um, um, and um, a big fan of High FM because we don't get it in Cape Town not so easily. We do stream on uh, on the website. Ah, Jojo, silly. <laughs> and uh, Jonathan, you? Uh, yeah, I'm Jonathan Kaplan. I suppose um, what people most know me for is that I'm an ex-international rugby referee. Uh, at the moment, so I've retired in 2013 as a referee, and I've written a few books or been part of a few uh, successful books, which I'm very proud of. Um I've got a, a son who's approaching two years old, which is the topic of the latest book. And that's, I suppose, what we're going to be chatting about. In my spare time, I do Bulldogs, Bonsais, and Barathons. So, triple Bs. We, in conversation with John Jal and with Jonathan Kaplan, the book is Winging It. The story is a former rugby ref's solo journey to parenthood via surrogacy. We'll be back straight after this ad break. Keep listening. People of the Book on 101.9 High FM. This is People of the Book on 101.9 High FM. We winging it. That's the title of the book written by John Jal. The subject is Jonathan Kaplan. And it's his journey from world-class ref to rookie solo dad. Uh, this is a question for both of you. How did the two of you come together to collaborate on this book? Okay, I'll start. Um, yeah, so I was invited to the Jewish Literary Festival, which Joanne helps to uh, put together. And I did a talk on my second book, which was called Always Believe in Magic, which I co-wrote with Kevin Musikkenth and Professor Tim Noakes. And while I was there, um, I decided that I would um, try and get hold of Joanne to find out if she thought that the story around the birth of my uh, of my son was a was a good story, given that it was quite alternative and done in quite different circumstances. And because she was a, a best-selling author multiple times over, uh, you know, I didn't want to go for a middle of the road author. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm pretty middle of the road in terms of that. But I wanted to go with, if I wasn't going to do it myself, then I wanted somebody who could add a bit of gloss to the story. And so that's why I, uh, you know, I got hold of her. 
never thought of myself as as, as glossy, but um, yeah, we had. Uh, I, I did know Jonathan. I did. I didn't know who he was. I kind of knew him socially, um, and actually, I had um, I had noticed the the story of um, of how he was coming to be a parent on Facebook. Um, we are Facebook friends, and he had announced the pregnancy as as one does with a, a picture of a baby scan, and um, and I had noticed it and realized that he was doing it alone and was really fascinated by it and at the back of my my mind thought oh I, I think I'd like to write that story one day but really um it was it was it was months away from happening and so when he contacted me and said do you think the story is a story or rather every story is a story do you think the story is a book i was like hell yeah and can i write it what draws you to a story Joanne? what makes you decide to pursue it investigate it become part of your subject's lives and then print it on paper Mm. I mean, I think the, for, for me, it's, there is always a personal hook that I need to find in any story. Um, because, um, I don't really want to, to write stories solely for the kind of voyeuristic factor of, of, of splashing a, you know, it might be an interesting story, but out for, for into the greater world for anything other than the greater good, really. So for me, it's important that I find a, a personal reason that I think it's an important story to be told, that I think it can help in some way. Can it inspire? Can it encourage? Can it give information that people might not otherwise have? Um, and, and I try to find the way in which, um, I, the story resonates with me. And so for me, um, with Jonathan's story in particular, I was fascinated as, as, as a writer, obviously, but I was fascinated as a mom. Um, I was fascinated as a mother of boys. Um, what was this boy going to be doing becoming a, becoming a dad? Um, and, and so that is kind of what, what hooked me in. My other books have had, have had other personal, my other books have had other personal hooks for me and, um, and I've had to explore those first. Inevitably, I have to explore that before I even start writing. What is drawing me to the story? Why was it meant for me? Because I do believe there's some kind of bashert in, 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 in the story. It is a shidduch. It is. There's no doubt. It is. Um, there has to be a, a, a viable relationship that I can form with my protagonist or the subject of my book. Um, we work together for, for long, hard hours and I need to know that there's rapport, that there's, when we're on the same page. And so, there's quite a lot in, in the choice of subject. I want to uh, look at that process, the process of writing this book. At, Jonathan, you invited Joanne into your life, into your house. Joanne, you were becoming very involved in another family. <coughs> what was the process? What did it take to collaborate? Were there, you know, were there tectonic plates, shifts moving, <laughs> creating earthquakes? Was there friction? Did it work smoothly the whole time? Jonathan, from your side. Yeah, pretty much. I think it worked smoothly from the beginning. I think once I got the idea that Jane was keen to get involved, um, we got to work. You know, when she when she when when she became available, um, she was just busy with another project. I think in the beginning, and then um, we went on a policy of uh, declare everything and we'll refine. You know, at the edit stage, and I think all in all, the project took about eighteen months. Um, and I think the the fun. I, I'm you know I've been involved with a few books in a few books and written or coll collaborated, and I really think this is uh, probably the best written of the of the books that I've done. 
And, and from your side, Jane? Um, it is definitely a an invitation in to to a life and into a family's life. Um, I was there. Start, uh, we started out with our, our interviews when Caleb, Jonathan's son, was about two months old. So it was very early on in his parenting journey. Um, of course, a lot had already happened in terms of uh, allowing him to become a parent, and that was what I was there to explore. But it's not only that, because you know, there's there's backstory. Every person has has their entire life story that they bring to their book in that in this case and um, I wanted to explore that too um, if you ask about friction you know that's kind of the uh, there is a bit of a dance that has to that's to ha- has to happen between biographer and and, and subject um, I I want it all um, and then I need to decide whether I use it all um, and so Jonathan and I would have to um, we'd have to build up that relationship and that trust really I mean it is a trust a trust relationship um, in order for him to 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 give me his all in terms of uh, background story or um, you know feelings around things or concerns and vulnerabilities because it's really the vulnerabilities and the flaws that that make people want to read a story about a um, uh, such as this um, because he is so prepared to be so honest and so open about his experience um, and then coming to polish and refine it means sorting through a giant giant wad of material not only from Jonathan there are there are others who are interviewed through the course of the story and who who give incredibly important perspectives on the story so for example Jackie um the surrogate mom um the egg donation agency um and so on and so it's building relations with those people too and then allowing uh the story to come out in the juxtaposition of points of view um and having jonathan be okay with with the final written word jonathan what i find unbelievable is your openness to discuss your life normally you'd imagine someone who plays or refs rugby that that almost like alpha male who's very closed and over here you open your life and you share what for everybody is the most intimate part of their lives the formation of their child on the page that took a lot of courage yeah look it, it is it's probably one of my life lessons that I've identified from an earlier age that uh, the secrecy of holding things in for the purpose of uh, some sort of defense mechanism of not getting hurt, um, the reward of sharing is, is far greater that outweighs that, um, you know, that defense. So I think uh, for me, I decided a while ago, not just on this subject matter, but on various that I'd rather challenge myself and uh, be exposed and then have to say sorry or um, you know, realize that I may have gone a little bit too far than the other way around of, of keeping everything closed in. We're in conversation with John Jal and with Jonathan Kaplan. The book is Winging It, Jonathan Kaplan's Journey from World Class Ref to Rookie Solo Dad. It's published by Macmillan. It's avail- available in the shops right now. We've got more questions and more conversations straight after this ad break. People of the Book on 101.9 High FM. This is People of the Book on 101.9 High FM. This is, the book is Winging It, written by John Jowell. It's the story of Jonathan Kaplan's journey from world-class ref to rookie solo dad. Jonathan, your journey to fatherhood included so many people and so many processes, legal, reproductive. 
You are the focus of the book, so this is your question. Tell us about some of the people and some of the processes which are at the heart of the birth of your son, Caleb. Okay, so the story really is about, you know, I I wasn't really that interested in telling another story about myself. I've got a book that was very successful called Call It Like It Is, and it covers a lot of my background and, uh, you know, my biography in my career as a ref. But uh, this book was is more centered around creating an awareness for the people out there that uh, are not um, aware of different pathways to uh, the joy of having a child and building a family. And in essence covers how we dare as a as individuals in, in my case or as a team in most other cases um, to build a family and to create that uh, that thing that that need that primeval need that I think most of us have um the key role players in the book well, obviously you know i'm I'm a feature Caleb is a feature in a, in a sense that um the story is, is centered around him um although you know obviously he's too small to contribute in in you know the word sense um there there uh, initially you i went onto a, a a donor platform and so the lady that helps to run that platform, we've included her voice and her ideas, um, because obviously I'm, I'm, I don't profess to be anything. Actually, I'm just a, you know, rookie parent. Whereas she is a knowledgeable person, and there's many agencies out there, many successful agencies. So we've tried to include her voice and her background in in this uh, process. Um, we, I think, where, where this book is groundbreaking in many respects is the fact that we've included the surrogate. Uh, what she went through, uh, where she comes from, her background, uh, why she decided to do this, and then the challenges that she faced uh, before she got pregnant, uh, during her pregnancy, and then afterwards as well. You know, we had we had the opportunity to chat to her afterwards, and and get some of her insights. And we've we've uh, contacted the you know we we spoke to the legal uh, people about you know what what it takes to put something like this together. And also the f- fertility clinic, the the doctor that handled my particular case, um, we've included his voice and what, you know, his experiences in, you know, in my case and also probably on a generic level. We don't have that much time left. The clock's ticking, but I've got so many more questions I'd like to ask you. The one that I'm going to ask both of you, what constitutes a parent? Is it the egg, the sperm, the womb, the raising? What makes a parent? Yeah, that's loaded, (laughs) loaded, loaded. Um, Is a parent born or is a parent made in a way? Um, And I think, you know, just certainly from whether it's my own personal experience of being a parent, um, which is nature and nurture, or watching Jonathan's experience of becoming a parent, um, I, I would have to say that it that it is more about um, the the person who does the raising than it is about the person who does the birthing or the conception or the production and um, and as a result you know as just as the child grows and learns to become a human being and a child so too does does the parent and I think that is what ultimately defines a parent is that you are not you, you, yes you are automatically become one when you have a child but um, the having process is, is so very different for so very many people and becoming the parent is really more of the job yeah so from our perspective it's it's not the label the label's irrelevant it's what you actually do uh, as as the 
um, as a parent, as the the person leading the uh, leading your child, in essence, because you are going to be a role model. Last question. This is more for Jonathan. Are you brave having this having a child at the age of fifty? Um, are you? Are you? Was this decision a self-indulgent one? Was it selfish? Was it altruistic? Was it generous? No, uh, none of those. It's a, as I said previously. It's a it's a primeval need. It's something that I wanted to do. Uh, I'm the same as anybody else. It doesn't matter if you're 18 or 38. If you want to have a kid, um, you know, and and, sh- and life is not. You don't read about life in a book. Uh, life is experiential. So you have to actually. Uh, go out and do it yourself and uh, you ask me if I'm brave I think in some people's eyes from their uh, you know the prism that they look through life I will be brave Uh, from my perspective I'm blessed so I think we can push the clock for one more short question Um, both of you what are you working on at the moment anything that we can I I read the book took me very quick I thoroughly enjoyed it both of your voices come through this is Jayanne's working with the with the information but your voice and everyone else who's interviewed as well and i'm just waiting for something else that can draw me in with both your voices coming through on the page anything that you're working on next well we're both going to be um um, at the jewish literary festival in cape town so that for me that's my my next big project which is i'm putting together that festival on the, the 17th of june in cape town and we will collaborate on a session there together um, as for yeah, I, I'll leave that as my as as my my what's next. Uh, my what's next is that I'm going to try and survive the comrades on the 10th of June, <laughs> and get my green number. That's that's pretty much a priority at the moment, given that I've only got 29 days to lose my belly and get a little bit of uh, <laughs> muscle tone going in my legs and my back. And he's becoming a a, a dog parent oh, soon. Yeah, Anyone I've got my my bulldog's about to explode, <laughs> uh, so I'm hoping that she's got uh, healthy. Fat, chunky little babies, um, you know, that eventually go through to good homes and provide the same sort of levels of enjoyment that I get from mine. So I have to say that it's so impressive finding a sportsman who's literate writing books, not just one, not just, you know, the one biography that they ring out of themselves, but you've written a few books. It's wonderful to see the world of the literary world being uh, contributed to with you know, the people from the sports world and bringing a lot of their experience, their biography, their their passion into the written world, into the written word. Uh, this is People of the Book on 101.9 High FM. We've had an action-packed show today. We had Kate Moss discuss- discussing her book, The Burning Chambers. And Kate Moss shares publishers with Joan Jowell and with Jonathan Kaplan. It's Pad Macmillan. And the second half of the show, we interviewed Joanne and Jonathan, and the book is Winging It, Jonathan Kaplan's journey from world-class ref to rookie solo dad. To everyone out there, I hope you've enjoyed the the morning as much as I have. I hope that uh, something from both of the interviews has sparked some interest. Uh, I think Jonathan's generosity in sharing his story about alternative ways to becoming a parent, I think it strikes a chord with everyone who's listening to this show. Jane, thank you for bringing this book to the page. And everyone out there, it's good Shabbos and keep reading.